Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ready Player 2, episode 26. I'm Rich. I'm Al. And I am Lewis. <laughs> Those are brilliant intros. You sounded like Batman, and Al sounded like she was about to club somebody. <laughs> I did do, do the little uh, Dragon Ball Z arm movement as well. Kamehameha! You guys all right? How's, how's it been going this week? How have you been hanging? Uh, mostly to the left, but Excellent. sometimes to the right. Really? How about you, Al? Oh, not too bad. Been pretty busy, but, you know, did squeezing in a little bit of game time, which was nice. I've been prob- I've been having problems squeezing in game time this week. I've been travelling all over the place. You'd have thought with a commute and a Vita, I'd be able to get a, lo- get a load of gaming in, but it turns out I've got friction burn on my finger from playing Surge Deluxe, so I haven't really had much, <laughs> haven't really had much opportunity to play very much this week. Oh, are we feeling good? Are we feeling energetic tonight? Yeah, very much so. I've, uh, I'm not been to the gym for the last couple of days so I'm not absolutely knackered. I also had a very lengthy lie-in this morning so making uh, resulting in me being nearly 90 minutes late for work. Oh, you haven't been there that yeah. long either, have you? No. Excellent. F- fortunately my company are very um, what's the word? Easy going. Flexible, oh, easy going. <laughs> yeah, I think they're I've pretty cool about these things. I've so. done it. I've, have, you, have you ever done that thing once before where I've, <clears throat> I've done it where I was I was so late. I, play, I stayed up pretty much all night playing. I think it was City of Heroes or something, and I totally passed out. And I, I think about ten thirty, my phone was ringing. I was like, "Oh shit, this is so bad." And, uh, and it was my boss, and he was just like, "You planning on coming into work today?" I was just like, "No, I've got a day off." And he went, "Oh." Oh god, I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't realise. <laughs> All right, no worries. <laughs> See you later. I was just like, whoa, got away with oh that. Oh my god, you little <laughs> shit. Yeah. And that worked. Yeah, it totally worked. He was so terrible with paperwork and filing, uh, filing like holiday requests and stuff that he just he, he assumed that I'd filed the holiday request and he'd just like forgotten it and lost it. <laughs> oh, bless him. So yeah. Oh, amazing. I don't Unfortunate, think... Unfortunately, yeah. you're working for a massive company like B&Q, I'm never ever going to work for the company that runs being here i'm never going to get away with that so. no no when they've actually got a hr department that's on the ball i don't think there's much chance of getting away with that yeah when there's more than one person in the hr department who they've got you by the nads yeah, yeah pretty much i like to mix so. it up because i could have put could have pulled a sickie but i like i like to mix these things up you gotta try chance you look every now and again thankfully it worked at that point i think some <laughs> my work might listen to this now so i don't think i'll be trying that again no Ooh, don't think i'll be doing that don't do it uh, <laughs> 90 minutes late that's pretty impressive yeah, I, I mean, I still have to make the time up. Time up. So, like, uh, I only had a half-hour lunch today and stuff like that. So, which is really annoying because the guy that I sit next to, Simon, who um, is a fairly recent listener of uh, of the podcast now, I introduced him. I was like, Simon, you should listen to this really awesome podcast that I uh, I listen to. And uh, he was <laughs> like, you listen well, to? You're on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to tell him that. Oh, like, right. 
Do you not think he did? And then it's... Just a surprise. Well, this is a surprise. He and then uh, he was like, I said, oh, did you did you, did you get a chance to listen to that podcast? And he, he was like, no. I was like, I'm on it. You should really listen to it. He's <laughs> like, oh shit, really? Oh man, I'm definitely going to listen to that now. And now he's like one of our not one of our biggest fans, but like he he'll cut every now and again he'll go oh man like just the latest one was at the beginning of this week he was like oh man i listened to episode whatever it was and your guilty pleasures and i was like oh shit i know what's coming he was like <laughs> i laughed my ass off <laughs> people talk about the previous episodes to me now or, or kind of like mention it on twitter or something oh yeah episode 24 and i was just like i have no idea what happened <laughs> yeah. I, I just got to nod and play along like I know I, I imagine this is what it's like at like Star Trek conventions when people are going in, episode, in season 4 episode 22 when you were doing this with this like blugalugga monster and, and, and Nimoy's like, just like looking off yeah, into I space just imagine like... panellists just like yeah uh, totes don't remember that I was pissed for most of that episode so just no no idea same yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, eat, sleep, poop. That was it. So we just likened ourselves in uh, in popularity to pe- to the people of the Star Trek series. Definitely. I can I can agree yeah. with that. I can, yep. I can agree with that. Lewis has got a bit of a bald head. You could be Picard, couldn't you? Yeah. I'd um, like make it so. <laughs> I don't sure think it's quite so deep. I'm pretty sure he doesn't sound anything like that. No, he doesn't. Uh, I can't do. Yeah. I'm no good at accents. I can't do any voices whatsoever. I'm pretty sure I could pull off a Shatner though. Uh, <laughs> and I'm rather, I rather, I, I like the idea I, that of that. Sounds like a euphemism. Uh, oh, yeah, it does a bit, actually, doesn't it? Pull off a Shatner. Off a Shatner. Oh, Shatner. I might have to wiki that. Oh, right? man, did you. Pu- I can't believe you pulled off a Shatner right on her chest. Oh, oh no. <laughs> a whole different thing. Uh, okay, great. So we've descended into that already. Um, it's alright, that's like, what, 10 <laughs> minutes? Yeah, yeah we, like, we don't need much time to do record. that. Didn't take very long, did it? Uh, have we been playing fun things this week? Who's been playing fun things? I have been playing mostly uh, compulsive. Oh, really? After yeah. after we spoke about it last week? I do- yeah, I downloaded it on my uh, my Note 2, and then I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is on iOS. And then I saw someone post it on... Uh, I think I saw it. someone post it on um, Twitter. And I was like, oh... Sweet, I could grab this for iOS, so I've been playing it on my iPad now as well. Oh man, so it's hard on iPad as well because it's got you got further to drag the blocks. Yeah, a little bit. It's not too bad, but um, yeah. So between that and um, Surge Deluxe, and I started playing uh, that Rainbow Moon. Oh, I haven't had a chance to play that yet. Is it any good? Um, yeah, I think it's kind of what you're looking for. It's like an original. Sorry, Hazel's just trying to get out her instruction manual on how to tourniquet my arm. Why? Why is? She, why does she need? Right, two things. Why does she need an instruction manual? And why is she trying to tourniquet your arm? Um, are you taking what? drugs in the middle of the podcast? What? <laughs> like you just bought episode. Seriously, you could. You you need to do what I do and just do them before. Um, oh no. One. She started her new job. Well, she's, she's she's pra- does she have to practice on you right now? Well, no, I suppose not. Um, <laughs> and now she stopped. But yeah, what well, she's attention. yeah, she started her new job as a phlebotomist yesterday. A pardon? A phlebotomist. That's not a real thing. You're making that up, aren't you? <laughs> 
No, someone that takes blood. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Ah. Phlebotomist sounds amazing. Phlebotomy. <laughs> no, it's a stupid word. That was brilliant. Uh, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Practicing to and, your arm. Yeah. So. So are you going to lose all your blood and pass out in the middle of this podcast? Uh, no, she's not actually going to take my blood. Oh, that um, I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. Not allowed. By what? She she get a license taken away? You are no longer allowed to practice phlebotomy. Can we just wait until? Thank you. Um, yeah. So. But yeah, between playing Compulsive and Surge Ducks and the Rainbow Moon, yeah, it's, um, I've not really had a chance to play much else. We've watched lots of films lately, though. Yeah, we've been going on mobile all of a sudden. I'm not really sure what's happened to it, because I've done the same thing. Because that's, that's essentially been my yeah. one as well. I've been on Compulsive when my Vita batteries run out, and my Vita batteries has been running out because I've been playing Surge Deluxe. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically, that's basically Compulsively. it. Yeah, compulsively playing Surge Deluxe. Ta-da! That's um, I have been playing a fair bit of Minecraft as well, but I, mm. I'm not really on. I'm not really on much else at the minute. I don't find that like I've got. To, I need a game that I can play piecemeal, and and Minecraft and compulsive and Surge Deluxe are perfect. You can dip into them and dip out. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think that's been me this week. I think L, you're going to be our saving grace. Are you going to play something amazing? Yep. I mean, our games are amazing. Don't get me wrong, but uh, they're not um. interesting. <laughs> It's, um, again, I've been busy, so I have played some mobile games. Uh, one of the newest ones is called Naughty Kiddies, which is it, which is great. Anything with cats in, I will give it a go. That was Naughty uh, Kitties, for those who may have misheard it, because <laughs> we were talking about kitties. this earlier, and it was Kitties. 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 <laughs> like, small cat. I know what this podcast's being called. As... <laughs> <laughs> um, you have, like, um, a... Well, you start off with a really battered uh, spacecraft and you have like three slots for cats and you have like three different cats that have, you know, different uh, qualities. You've got like a machine gun cat and you've got a cat with a a bugging bazooka and you've got a mechanic cat and you have to uh, use them and like get combos and take down as many alien spaceships as you possibly can. Yeah, it's great. I, I really like it. It's it's. It was free, and it eats up time, which is great when, you, when you're when you commuting. Um, I do think that mobile games are the way forward if you do have a long commute to work or you don't have enough time to sit down and indulge in a nice gaming session. Um, but the other things that I've been playing is I've been playing a little bit of Persona 4, which is a great JRPG. Um, I've really been enjoying myself on it. Um, I think... I kind of had this like little nostalgic moment where I was like, oh, I kind of really, really want to play something with turn-based combat. And yeah, I dug it out of the uh, the old game drawer. I've been having a whale of a time on it. This is exactly um, what I had the other week when I, when I bought Final Fantasy. I had a lot of recommendations because you can get Persona 4 Golden for the Vita now. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of people recommended that. It's like 35 quid and I am not made of money. So I got Final Fantasy VIII instead, and I'll probably get Persona, Persona 4 when it comes down a little bit. Yeah, like, it's it's really good. It's really good. It's funny. It's well-written. Um, it's interesting. It has quite a cool mechanic with, um, like, these, I think they're, like, card cards that you get, or, you know, and you, well, whatever. It's, it's interesting. You, like, uh, you can mix them up and put them together and make new things, which is great. But another thing that I kind of got out and gave another go was uh, Forbidden Siren 2 that sounds like a porno 
<laughs> Doesn't it? Do you know what? I wish it fucking was because this is the most disappointing survival horror I I have. It's it made me so sad. It's I don't know whether it's just me and I don't find it scary whatsoever, but the voice acting is abysmal. Um, it's not synced up to the mouths, and I have played. Uh, I've I've played. I've watched so many, so many bits of media where the voiceovers do not match the lip syncing. I can I can deal with like you know a, a vaguely crappy one, but this was so beyond crap. <laughs> it just it astounds me. Was it worse than Silent Hill One? Because the voice acting in that was pretty poor. Oh, it's. Do you know what I would. Easily, easily give a BAFTA to Silent Hill 1. Oh, wow. Their voice acting over Forbidden Siren 2. Did they actually it, speak or did they just grunt? It's just, it's a bit, oh, just don't, I'm, I'm just <laughs> like, there's, there's an anger well here. I want there a review. Is a, I want an angry uh, review on the website of this game. Yeah, I don't think we've ever done, like, a negative or scathing. I don't but like to use I need to feel the word pretty... negative. Yeah, I need to feel pretty passionate about a game one way or another before I decide that I'm actually going to bother putting it down on paper. So mm. I that's one of the reasons that I decided to write the Surge Deluxe review because I, I just like that game so much. But yeah. uh, it, it goes it swings the other way. I, we need some middling reviews. We've had a couple of middling reviews, actually, but we definitely need some angry reviews of games that are just not very good. So yeah, I think it would probably be quite good. But then again, this is a PlayStation 2 game, so it's not exactly... Um... Well, it's no, because... PlayStation 2 is one of my favorite consoles. It has some of my favorite games on there. I I can I can deal with poor graphics uh, because of the you know oh something's not aged well or anything like that. It's I I I I will play games for the PlayStation One. I will go back. I will go to the 70s. I will play games and I will judge them for their time. Just Forbidden Siren 2 makes me so angry, so <laughs> angry. I was telling Lewis, there's this bit on uh, American Top Model, which uh, I don't watch, but this one specific YouTube clip where Tyra, Tyra Banks goes absolutely apeshit at, at a model. Um, and that's kind of the thing that I feel for quite a lot of uh, survival horror games. Uh, I get really excited about them. I am really excited to play them. And then they just fall flat and they become so disappointed so disappointing to me and i was just oh i want the best for these games i want to fucking enjoy these games i am rooting for these fucking games and then they come out and just they don't think about specific aspects of the game properly like yeah just shove some shitty dub over they won't notice we fucking notice man if their mouth if their mouth is closed that's when we know noises don't come out of the mouth hole that's how physics works kids Ah! <laughs> oh, wow. Just out of the scene, there's like a hand up each of their like they're all. Oh wait, no, that'd be the ventriloquist. Perhaps out just out of shot, they've all got puppets. Oh, is that what and, they're doing? Yeah, it's, it's actually Thunderbirds with the horror element to it. Yeah, I think. And they're all ventriloquists. That would be a really scary game. If it was puppets, like that. Yeah, like, I, puppets in general are scary as hell. I think, I've got an issue with puppets, like porcelain dolls and clowns. I don't like clowns. I'm being yeah, stabbed. I, I, I yeah, take I don't well. that kind of thing as well. Pain is scary. That's my that's my biggest problem. I think. Well, it's 
I, I don't know what was up with Forbidden Siren 2, but you uh, you you cite Jack from your um, these like enemies, the the like uh, Japanese creatures and god awful horrible people, uh, kind of like zombies. But you can basically see what the enemies are seeing, and I'm like, hmm. how? How does this make it any scarier? I know exactly where they are. I know exactly what they're seeing. Does it ever like flick to when they're just having a leak or something? <laughs> just like sitting on the loot, reading the newspaper. Then they hear somebody shuffling along outside. They're like, oh, bollocks! Quick, quickly stand up and start shuffling around and making groaning noises. <laughs> yeah. Laughing zombie candid. Yeah, that's what happens. Zombies off camera. Well, that sounds bollocks. Excellent. You've been playing anything that's good? Uh, yeah, the Persona 4 and the Naughty oh, okay, Kitties. Yeah. Persona 4 and Naughty Kitties, good. Siren, Forbidden Siren 2, bollocks. Yep. Oh, cool. That's summed up this week. Uh, I had a, I had a bit of an incident. Um, you know when you do like those kind of faux pas things when you're on a train? Uh, yeah. I was playing Final Fantasy 8, and I haven't had this for ever such a long time, and I'd completely forgotten what the experience was like, but I, I had played... I'm probably about four hours at this point into Final Fantasy VIII. And I got past a boss, I'd done a bunch of stuff, and I'd done loads of things, and spent quite a lot of time on my characters, and, you know, gearing people up, spending money in shops, changing skills around, and going off and doing more storyline. And I, uh, and just randomly, it gets to a bit in the storyline where all of your other characters pass out. If anybody's played Final Fantasy VIII, they'll probably remember this bit. You go onto, like, a stormy mountain, and all the characters pass out. And you end up with just the main character, Zidane. And you have to fight a boss with just him. Now, I don't know about you guys when you played this, but Zidane is the weakest character on my team. He's wet. Yeah, he can't <laughs> fucking do anything. And he got smushed. I haven't saved in about two hours. Because there's, been yeah. no, there's just been no save points. Um, and I just lost. And I'm sat on the train with headphones in. So I've got all the music going on. Uh, and I just blurt out, Monkey bollocks! And um, there's a woman and a kid sat about two seats behind me, and I suddenly get this stern look, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I died. Um, sorry about that. So I just, I had, that hasn't happened to me in so long, I've completely forgotten what it was like, and I haven't, I genuinely haven't pick, picked up the game since then, because it's burped <laughs> so badly. I should have remembered, because a lot of the time in these kind of games, you've got to go back. You have to go back, yeah. it means, and, uh, and, and, use the save point and then go forwards again. The problem that I've got is, and there's another thing that I forgot on how much I kind of hate. I don't hate it, hate it, but random encounters does kind of annoy me that you're running along and suddenly goes <laughs> and like, oh, for Christ's sakes, I've already been through this screen four times. I've had enough of this now. Um, so yeah, I do like the game. It is an amazing game, but I'm, I'm remembering certain things from kind of historic JRPGs that I'm not hugely keen on. But there you yeah. go. I can forgive I can forgive the random encounters because you, I do use them quite a lot to level up if I've got to a boss I can't get past. But the whole save point thing, oh god, it's annoying. The one thing I've got to remember is you can save on the world map, which yeah. I don't recall ever being able to do previously. But anywhere yeah. you want, you can save on the world map, and I just I just didn't do it. It's my own stupid fault. It's not a failing of the game; it's a failing of my face. But there you go. Yeah. So that's that's been my anger this week. The anger of the week. Uh, so Ross, what have you been playing this week? That's right. Oh, well, I've been playing some Nintendo games, and yeah. <laughs> any any sports games? Have you been playing any sports games this week? 
Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, the one with the pig skins, where people <laughs> kick it around the out outdoor bit of grass and shepherd them into uh, outdoor sheds. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Oh, excellent. Uh, how far have you got in those games? Completed them three times, and I've also done the space missions. The space missions in yep. which, which one's that in? Is that NFL or NBA? No, 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 no. This this was the wrestling one. Oh, the wrestling space mission. I hear that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so you may, you may have noticed we didn't mention this before Ross is not here this week uh, he, he's off I think he's ill is he ill or dead I can't remember. yeah he said he was ill he was ill, oh he's Ill. so sorry um, for not mentioning it at the beginning but yeah Ross is not here this week unfortunately I think he still might be uh, maybe editing the podcast for us if not we uh, we might just check it out raw because none of us none of us can edit really so <laughs> no uh, no so let's, let's not check let's not check it out raw it's probably it's prob- Probably not a very good idea. So yeah, no Ross. But I think that pretty much sums up uh, the sports game segment for the week. Um, we're going to try and do a bit of Nintendo news though. I'm not really sure how well it's going to go without without Ross here to, to kind of push it. Oh, oh, there we go. So that's everything. That's everything we've been doing this week. Is there anything anybody else anybody wants to talk about? Or should we uh, should we launch into a bit of a news segment? Let's, let's do the news. Yeah, let's, let's do, do some news. news. Okay, we're going to be back in a minute and we're going to have a bit of news. Not a lot, bit of news. Be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I know we said we weren't really going to do news anymore, because we can't be bothered most of the time, but... Uh, Balls to you lot, we are. Yeah, bollocks to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, no, we, we, do, we, want to highlight, we like to highlight a couple of bits that we've noticed that have been going on this week, or indeed stuff that we've only just spotted because we haven't really been keeping our eye out. So um, we're going to... Just a couple of bits that we've, that we've noticed that have been, that's been biggish or funny this week. Um... I'll go first. I will go first, um, and you do. You guys can do one afterwards. Uh, so <laughs> the first one, it's not really that important, and I've got to be totally honest. I'm not all that bothered about this game, but I know people that are. Um, South Park: The Stick of Truth. It's come out that there is going to be no UPlay requirement for, uh, on the PC for South Park: Stick of Truth. I presume that that also extends to the other consoles as well. So you're not going to need to log into UPlay. Uh, but this does mean that people who play who buy it on Steam don't have to have the annoyance of buying the game on Steam, downloading it, and then. When you go to launch it, launching Uplay and having to go through that whole rigmarole. Um, I'm guessing that this is possibly in preparation for SteamOS, so that they don't have to have this kind of extended Uplay thing going on. But it's quite good. I like the fact that everything's staying within Steam, because it's a bit annoying. On the flip side of that, um, Titanfall has just announced that Titanfall will require Origin. Lovely. So the How U- to make a shitty game or it? <laughs> An already shitty game, even shittier. Yay! Because the thing is, the stupid thing is, is I don't actually mind Uplay, but I don't like Origin. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I can bypass Uplay, which I don't mind that much. But I, I would have to uh, stick with Origin if if I wanted to play Titanfall, which I've got to be honest, I'm not all that bothered about. I know people are though, so there we go. So that's a little bit, a little bit of shit that we've noticed. L, um, have you got a little bit of news? Amazon buys Double Helix, proving that if you have enough money, you can buy whatever you want. <laughs> Is that saying that they probably shouldn't have done it, or? I, d- I don't know. I well, I have no like. What are they going to do? What are they going to do with it? Well, make games, like, I'd imagine. Well, I don't know. I think Amazon are a make them tea bit, of, bit of a law of their law unto their own because they, what they're just like, yeah, we're going to make fucking flying delivery robots. We're going to buy games developers we're gonna have a, a whale of a time well but that's why? the thing like have amazon like is this the first time that amazon have made that kind of foray into games i think that they i think they might have dabbled in a couple of like android development companies when they after they got the app store set up 
Mm. Yeah. I, says, I, I vaguely remember hearing something about that. I can't help but think that maybe they're going to kind of... There's lots of different content delivery going on, and obviously they've got their own content delivery at the moment with their Kindles and Kindle Fire HDs and all the rest of it. It wouldn't surprise me if they're going to start making games, like HD games themselves, exclusive yeah. to the Kindle Fires and stuff like that. So that this, this well, makes sense for that. There are rumours that they're going to uh, launch an Android-powered uh, gaming en- entertainment device, so... Yeah, there you go. You never know, Hooray, you never know. Just what we need, another yeah. Android. Just another shitty one. Another. Ooh, yeah! Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> game stick. Yeah, so, no. But never mind. Have we got any Have we got any any more news, or is it, are we going on to Nintendo news? I don't have any news. you got no news at all. Okay, no. fake Ross. Would you like to take away the Nintendo news? Yes, uh, this is Ross's Nintendo news. So, uh, with the whole Nintendo not making enough money, you can read my review on the site about how they can make reparations to that. But the Nintendo president, uh, Satoru Iwata, has announced that he will take a 50% pay cut in response to the company's continued financial problems, proving that Nintendo is the greatest games company because they're a good guy. (laughs) Thank you, fake Ross. I think we need to bring fake Ross back, back more often. I think this is something that we have to we have to bring on board. Oh God! <laughs> no, I, I like fake Ross. I like real Ross. Don't get me wrong, but I think maybe if we had a conversation going on with fake Ross and real Ross, that'd be excellent. Oh my God! I'd love that. Be... I, I'd almost like a kind of fake Ross versus real Ross showdown on wrestle, wrestling or something like that. It's like, like not actually wrestling. Doppelganger. Yeah, doppel, doppelganger Ross. Jesus Double Christ. your Ross Double your Ross. A Russell ganger. Is that like a Ross? <laughs> Actually, a Russell, a, a Russell copter, a Russell ganger. Actually, that again sounds like a bit of a porno. We're maybe inventing new pornos today. Seems to be what we're doing. Um, cool. Uh, so, in, so news. We're not really again. We're not really talking about news, and I think that's pretty much everything that we've got um, that we've spotted this week. However, if you were to head over to our website right now. Um, you will be able to see loads of stuff that's gone up on our website this week. So this week we have had uh, an interview, an indie spotlight in- interview with um, Themasonics. Themasonks? Themasonks. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh... Sonkophonics. Sonkophonics? Yeah, we've had an indie spotlight there. Uh, we've got a Surge Deluxe review up. We've got a, uh, a review for Gone Home. We've got Ross's lovely... Um, Article on how to solve a problem like Nintendo. So this is this is kind of a shout out to Nintendo to tell them how to fix themselves. Um, and we've got a really nice actual, actual article by uh, Charles Fushel. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, which is kind of discussing whether society is prejudiced about gamers. So if you've got if you're interested in anything that we're putting on our website, news wise, review wise, or anything else, then hop over there, drop some comments on the articles, let us know how we're doing. Tell us if we're bollocks, that's absolutely fine. We have the power to delete your comments, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we have the power to approve your comments. We more do importantly. We have the power so, to approve or disprove your comments. Dis- yeah. Disprove? Dis- we can we can say no, effectively. Unapprove. Unapp- that's it. That's probably probably okay. Um so is anybody? Is there anything coming up this week? Are there, is there any games that you guys are excited about coming out in the next week or so? It's a bit dead for me at the minute. I haven't noticed all that much, if I'm being honest. I just want them to hurry up and release Minecraft on the Vita. Yeah, me too. I was looking at. I was actually looking at that yesterday, and I couldn't see any information about when it was actually coming out. No. Um, the thing is, is if it was going to come out on the Vita, 
or if you buy it on the PS3 and you could then download and play it on the Vita, I would buy it on the on the PS3 and I mm, I would maybe play it because I've already got it on like I had it on the Xbox and I've got it on the PC obviously. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, what's what's one more platform to play? play uh minecraft on yeah just so. true the thing is i've said it before and i'll say it again even though i am going to be getting minecraft on the vita because it's an amazing game i feel really left out if i don't have any of the mods if i can't mod it and add things myself then i vanilla minecraft gets a bit dead for me after a while so yeah um fable mm. anniversary is coming out tomorrow on the xbox 360 this is the original fable game redone in hd with chicken chases and everything amazing yeah yeah we're not that bothered yeah yeah, okay, well, fine. you know, played it when it first came out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But yeah. then again, saying that, this is a really charming game. I really loved it. So if you've not played it before, bearing in mind it's been out quite a, quite a long time now, and uh, a lot of people do look at older games like that and kind of go, oh, you know what, I can't be bothered. And it was on original Xbox and everything. So if you've yeah. played Fable and you want to play it, this is probably the ideal opportunity. It comes with the um, the Lost Chapters built into it, and it's all it's kind of in HD'd and stuff. I'm not sure they let Peter Molyneux anywhere near it because he doesn't work for the company anymore. So that's always got to be a plus side. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, this is probably the uh, the original Fable was the only one of the series that I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really, like. I didn't get on with the second one. I got too bored when I. They were like, oh yeah, get a job and like cut wood and stuff. And at the time, I was working for my dad, who is actually a tree surgeon. So I would have to go out and cut wood. Oh <laughs> my and god! I, and I was it, just like, it's, I'm not doing this in my in my spare time as well. Fuck you! Vic. Like, yeah, I'm not doing a digital version of what I would I could do in real life. Like, so not for you at that point in your life, then. No, definitely not. Not good. Okay, the only the only thing that I can see coming up as well, uh, other than that, is uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns, which is is that Final Fantasy Thirteen Two? Isn't that dead yet? I, I think it might. Not Final Fantasy. This is the second uh. actual sequel that they've done to a Final Fantasy game. I, do you know what? I've not played Final Fantasy Thirteen, but I've not heard good things about it. Do you know what? It's as uh, soon as Ten Point Two came out, is my hopes and dreams for the Final Fantasy. Uh, series just died i was like you know it's been going steadily downhill now and 10.2 was the massive that was that was scraping the bottom of the barrel that's when it was like ah this is what it's come to yeah i cannot play any more of these <sighs> yeah it's a bit of a shame but i'm trying to get myself back into final fantasy in a minute we'll see how it goes right then i think that's everything that's coming up that's all the bits, bits of news that we've noticed so are we going to attempt a top three with only three of us no oh I think uh, we should. I think I'd like a bit of top three head to head. So it'd be a top two. Yeah. No, but... I don't. I don't know. Who's top three? Is it? It's mine. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's do this thing. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's take a vote. <laughs> let's take a vote. Oh no! I already know. Well, who wants to do it? Be? Say I. 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 Bacon. Let's do this thing. Both. Right. Back in a moment with some top three action. Right then, we're going to do an ever so slightly handicapped top three now. Uh, we're missing a person. We're, we're down one person, but we're up. Amazingness. So, I... Oh my going... god. <gasps> I just had an idea. It was it a good idea? Is it, was it good enough to interrupt me while I was about to drop my amazing top three on your, on your face? Yes. Go on then, you do this thing. We should have fake Ross in the top three. I'm not... No! <laughs> no! <laughs> 
<laughs> Ross is not going to edit this episode. He's going to hate us. Well, the, the, the choice is there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a massive amount of silence there. Uh, fake Ross, are you up for doing some top three? Are we, are we sure that we can do fake Ross? Are we sure that I'm not going to be hated forever? Uh, you might be, but it's okay because it's not me. Uh... <laughs> if fake Ross is not up for it, that's absolutely fine. We will go without fake Ross. Uh, we're we're going to retire fake Ross for okay. now. Retiring fake Ross. We're sorry, everybody. For fans of fake Ross, fake Ross is actually is he's ill, so he, he can't be on this podcast. So we're going to do this. We're going to do this with two with two of you. This is a pretty easy top three, I think, this week. Um, I'm hoping it's pretty easy anyway. But we're going to go for it and see what happens. So, lady and gentlemen, I would like you to give me your top three crazy or bizarre settings in games. <laughs> okay? So it, is, it can be anything, it can be any setting, anywhere, in any game. It can be in a dream sequence. It can be whatever the hell you want. Um, I've got a couple. I don't want to drop too many of them because you might decide to use them. But you think maybe like Zen from Half-Life 2 or something like that. It's a bit bizarre and weird and everything floats. I can think of considerably more bizarre than that. But I don't want to drop them just in case you guys decide to use them. So I'm going to give you a second to digest that. Are you having hmm. a think? Are you doing a little bit of mental cogitation there? Yep. Lovely. Lewis, you've gone very quiet. I'm cogitating. Okay, you cogitate away. I'm going to start with L. Right. I'm trying to remember what the name of it was, but if this is like bizarre video game settings, there is a game called Hatoful Boyfriend, oh. which is based around a posh school for pigeons okay this always already sounds amazing is this one of these tv programs that you watch no it's not one of these tv <laughs> programs that i watch this is an this is a video game this is a you know when you have like dating sims and it's like oh oh it's so like dramatic and you have like loads of protagonists that... wait well a dating sim like is yeah. that a real thing come yeah. on Lewis, don't tell me you've never played one of these I, I genuinely haven't ever played a dating sim. Uh, honestly, it's... I it's, wouldn't even know where to begin it, playing a dating sim. It's hilarious. Does it's one ab- begin? Um, this one, Hatoful Boyfriend, is an Otome visual novel. So it's kind of like... Um, you, oh, there's, there's like loads of characters and there's loads of drama. Uh, normally you have like... Um, my favourite ones are reverse harem. So it's one woman and loads of guys which is great because you get to pick and choose instead of like, oh God, there are so many women and they're all whiny. Um, so this, <laughs> instead of like having like human characters, they're all pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a dating sim in which the protagonist and all characters that they're trying to woo are pigeons. In which the or protagonist who? is a human. No. And all the other characters No. So this is promoting bestiality. Oh, How would you count them? There's a logistical so... issue with this, surely. Is um, the pigeons are shown with an anime version of what they would look like as a human. Although that's only shown for the first time that you meet them. What? what? And you've got to remember what they would look like if they were human after only, only seeing like one image of them. Pigeons! <laughs> what came up with this idea? This is uh, one of the stupidest. I've I've heard you talk about the TV programs you watch, and yet this is still one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. So pigeon. So L. 
Pigeon Dating. Wine date. Sim. <laughs> the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, you, that's for crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay, I just what, Google what image. When you picked one. Is it like? Yeah. It's, it's like story. It's it's mostly story. <laughs> it's not one of theirs. Come over here, pigeon. Love those wings, baby. Oh my um, god. Yeah, if you if you Google search hat o for boyfriend, you will see. It's not, it's not separate words. That's not hat of full boyfriends. Hang this on, is... hang on. Is no, that it's one like word. Full hat of full boyfriends or something like that. Oh, it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I just Google imaged it and like I I was I love the internet and it was there's there's one and it's Porto full and it's it's just like a pigeon with its head in a portal and its body coming out of another portal and it's got now you're thinking with pigeons. <laughs> Relevant, but it's brilliant. <laughs> we need to do an entire top three with pigeon related games. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, man. Oh, Jesus. I think we can stop. I think we can stop there. No, go on. <laughs> We're gonna... Right, Lewis. Uh, it, and it doesn't have to be like a crazy a crazy setting for the entire game. It can just be a level, like a weird <laughs> level in a game or something like that. Um, so, have you got one? The. Dream sequences in Catherine. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> such a good. One. That was actually on my. That's one of the reasons that I didn't say anything because that was like on my list. This is. I just. In the entire world. I couldn't stand the game to be honest. I just thought it was. I don't know. I just thought it was shit. It's a puzzle but... game interspersed with bollocks. It's another cheating yeah. sim essentially, isn't it? But the, uh, the problem I had probably. with it is I didn't like the guy. And every time his, yeah. time his actual girlfriend gave him a bollock and I was just like, yeah, you fucking get him, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't like her very much either. And I kind of wanted to nail the other Catherine. So I think that's kind of the issue that I had. There we go, then. She's <laughs> ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. Isn't it? Yeah. But he's not seen this. Basically, it's a partially naked guy climbing up a series of blocks and moving them around so he can get to the top and there's like a weird evil demon thing chasing him. It's, well, it's... It... And he has horns. It's like his nightmares chase after him, and the nightmares um, are basically issues that are provoking him at the moment. Like when his other half is kind of hinting and suggesting at marriage. Oh, Jesus Christ, that woman in the dress chasing you up there is fucking scary. The whole thing is a bit scary, to be perfectly honest. I, I've got it, I didn't get that far into it. I was playing it, it was, it was entertaining enough, but I was just like, this is fucked up. <laughs> How do they think about these kind of things? I can just imagine this meeting. Right, what are we going to do? Get, did you get to the baby? No, I don't even think I got that far. Oh, Jesus Christ. So just, just you're it. adding to the fucked upness. Yeah. This is Lewis yeah. one. I think you're helping him a little bit here. Yeah. I, I, right? I, to be fair, I didn't play that much. I think I got, like... I'm the I same. the second the same. puzzle. It was too fucked up for me, I think. It was just like, make a puzzle game, that's fine. But I don't, I don't get the whole thing with this. Make a yeah, game if they have that stupid, like, puzzly, not puzzly, the stupid dating sim-esque bit in the middle where you have to, like, I don't like texting people in real life, so oh, yeah. I'm not going to fucking text them in a video game. Yeah, I, no, I completely agree. The other, the other thing is, is I like, I don't mind watching uh, anime when it's not bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I've got to say, it was a nice idea. 
and it was it was good to do to do something different. But mm, the anime sequences were a bit bollocks. I didn't really care very much. It was a bit like watching EastEnders in cartoon form. So <laughs> anyway, we're not reviewing it. We're just saying it's weird. Um, L, do you have a second amazing animal-related sim? Oh, animal-related. You might have to wait a little bit for that. To be animal-related. Um, well, it's kind of is. Uh, it's the Honeybee Inn in Final Fantasy VII. Honeybee Inn? <laughs> Try to remember this now. You know the bit with, like... Well, you have to... It's You have to have Cloud dress as a woman to get in there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and yes. It's... Oh, my God. You, you have... Uh, part of it, you have to uh, do enter into a squat competition with a transvestite bodybuilder. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I think is the gist of it, but they never actually say it. And you get into you get into the bath with all these bodybuilders, yeah. and all the women are wearing bee costumes. What? <laughs> what is going on? It took me a really long time to realise that they were wearing bee costumes. I was yeah. just like, what's wrong with her ass? <laughs> some junk in her trunk what is going on there so yeah, yeah I, I, it's fun about that it's it's really weird because you like you you're like peeping through like keyholes as well aren't you yeah, yeah. it's a bit odd yeah. I felt a little bit comfortable. and there's that fat guy that keeps trying to get you on the bed yeah is that, Don? Is that what he was called the don yeah. yeah yeah don corleone i don't that's not his name is it it's, sounds like something it's that the don it's like a gangster thing <laughs> We'll just leave it with the Don. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit weird. It, was, it wasn't... The thing is, it was funny. It wasn't uncomfortable. It oh, wasn't... wait, no. Sorry, Don Corleone is the Godfather. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's from the Godfather. <laughs> Oops. Come here, come here and take off your clothes on this, the day of my... Oh, do- sorry, Don Corneo. Don Corneo? Yeah. That sounds like something off a cereal box. You sure? Yep. Yeah, I just typed in Don Final Fantasy VII. Don Google. Sounds a little bit, bit of ailment, doesn't it? Sounds like something you need, need a bit of cream for. Okay. No, oh. God. <laughs> okay, yep, yeah, that was sufficiently weird. Lewis, have you got a second offering for me? I Is that don't, I'm <laughs> afraid. <laughs> um, Machinarium. That was pretty cool. Okay, what, the whole of Machinarium? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like everyone's a robot. Everything is... the Because, uh, I mean, obviously in the game, there's no... If, I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken, there's no living creatures, are there? They're all like robots. So it's kind of like the film Robots, but as a point-and-click puzzle game. The bizarre thing about that that I, f- I found was that nobody talks, do they? It's all no. like pictures and stuff, which I thought was mm. really cool. But um, yeah, it was it was a bit odd. It's a bit difficult to get into. I liken that game kind of to Abe's Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's similar. It feels like a similar setting. It doesn't play the same, but it feels like a kind of similar, similar-ish setting where nobody actually says anything in English, or kind of. Hello, follow me, or whatever. That's. I told you, I told you, I'm no good at impressions. I'm really terrible. Um... <laughs> Hello, follow me. Um, cool. All right, L. Right. So. Um, we're gonna go for weird. There's this bit in Onimusha where there's this guy who is kind of like a caterpillar. He comes down from the ceiling at this opening to a well and asks you if you want to go inside. (laughs) 
Um, and if you say yes, you get transported into this well, which is kind of like an interdimensional well. And the deeper you, you have like levels in the well, they're just like these these just circular planes where you fight masses of monsters and you go deeper and deeper down into the well and the deeper you go the more levels you go down i remember this the is like harder the, the enemies become yeah this is the challenge bit it's like the coliseum type thing isn't it yeah but in a fucking well yeah it was a bit weird <laughs> i'm not sure what the caterpillar thing was all about either it doesn't like, really explain that that caterpillar man i was like who the shit are you am i right he what was a you... normal guy wasn't he but he was just like green and had loads of legs at the back end of him um i thought he was like wrapped in like a, a little leaf um, hang on, Onomusha caterpillar. I've tried typing Onomusha caterpillar man, and I can't. Man. <laughs> I'm finding a lot of oh, interesting hang pictures, on. but it's not there. Onomusha, well. I tried that too. It's not coming up with anything. Fuck, <laughs> fuck my life. Oh I man. Do know, I do know what you're on about though. Let's just go into a well. There's a load of bad guys down there. Yeah, like let's trust this tiny little man who's just fucking come down from the ceiling. Looks like he's. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to go into this yeah. well? Do you know what, actually? Now I'm thinking about it. No, yeah, I'm, I'm alright. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alright, thanks. To be You're to telling be me fit. there's shit tons of monsters down there? No. Oh, I found him! I found him! Oh, you link it. You link that shit. Copy link location. Sorry um, for listening to this and you don't have this link. To be fair, um, Onomusha had some really fucking bizarre settings. Um, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, um, so we're gonna start off the game in the, in this massive, massive monster, which is being used as a war machine. Yeah. That, that was probably the best intro I've ever seen it in was, a game. It, Just... The whole intro was good for that game, I thought. Oh, fucking brilliant. Have Absolutely. I heard that they're bringing another, another one out, or am I going mad? I don't know, it's dead to me now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was quick. <laughs> Okay, Onamusha, crazy caterpillar. He's, he's well, there, you, you click on the link, he's, he's wrapped in leaves and he's got like paper on him and he's got a weird moustache thing. Right, I've seen it. I've seen it, we're there, we're done. Okay. Would you like to go to the well? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how he spoke? I have no idea, I just remember being like, you, uh, let's not go down there. Would you like Abe? Would you like to go to the well? <laughs> Is that Jar Jar Binks? No, shut up. I told you I was joking. Alright, moving on. Uh, Lewis... Have you got? Uh, have you got? Have you been thinking while we've been talking this time round? Or I have. Okay. I had a really good one. Have you forgotten? And then I forgot it. Okay, excellent. So. Should we give you a minute? Should we talk about pigeons? Yeah, you you guys can carry on talking about pigeons. Should we talk about pigeons or talk like pigeons? <laughs> no, not you, Lewis. You're thinking. <laughs> you think. You don't do pigeon talking. You think. <laughs> <laughs> that, didn't really sound, that sounded like a very small car trying to start. <laughs> I, I, I can't even. I'm so bad at impressions. I can't even do a pigeon. Wait, wait for it. I'm a little bit turned on. Yeah. Is that weird? It's a damn good pigeon noise. <laughs> That's a damn good pigeon. That's a mighty fine pigeon they got That's there, boy. Damn... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. This, this is like the episode of my awful impressions. <laughs> I went on Red Wine Gamers the other week and I felt really left out because every time I listen to their episodes they've got these amazing impressions that they do and I'm so bad. It's oh. fine. We got one good pigeon impression in there. I see them beat that. Not from me. Um, have we padded long enough, Lewis? Are you there? No. I I still don't have the like odd set, obscure settings in games. I just... Well, if you want, I can pull one out of my backside if you'd like one. Alright, Al. I can just. I can just. 
hang Will on. just pulls one out of her backside and... Uh... Whoop. Uh, let me Is think. that the noise that gets made when you pull something out of your backside? What? Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on. Go on then, Lewis. What's your final one? Vib ribbon. Vip pun? Does anyone remember this? No. I absolutely Vib no idea what you're on about. ribbon. Now, it was on the PS1. Okay. And it was utterly mental. You oh. basically played as a line drawing of a rabbit, and <laughs> you just had to like hop over, hop over things and do different moves. To so if you you were like hopping over a, a hole or jumping over a block or doing like a loop the loop or, but it, literally the background was completely black and you were just this line drawing of a rabbit and then my kids watch a TV program like this and I can't for the life of me remember what it's called but yeah Vib Ribbon and that's it <laughs> this is just the whole game the whole thing yeah. is just a black background I'm looking at pictures now what the hell is that all about that is pretty cool who would buy that game can I you imagine it. well there you go then can you <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine but... going into a video game store and picking up that and kind of going is that it hang on, whoa, 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 hang on now you guys have to listen to it as well you have to listen to it yeah has it got some bizarreness going on with it? Please Vib ribbon. It's the weirdest thing. There's a, a link in oh the. Oh um, my god! Oh my god! It's got that. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, it's got like it's like Japanese. Was it Japanese when you? Uh, no, my, I think mine was in English. This is amazing. What the fuck? Oh god! That's it. So you had to play. You had to press different buttons to hit in the right sequence. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So. Oh, it was kind of like a Guitar Hero style thing, was it? Yeah, kind of. Um, so. Oh to... my god, this is weird. This is not only weird, this is This disturbed. is like is that one music? of the things that someone has done on some pretty hardcore drugs and just gone, yeah, I should share this. Is this... I should definitely share this with the world. Is that music the music that was actually in the game? Or is this like yeah. the Japanese version? No, 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 that was the music in the game. Holy shit, this is weird. I can't stop watching. Uh... It's like a train crash. <laughs> oh <my laughs> you can't, just can't, just can't stop watching. Oh my word, this is weird. Okay, if anybody's listening, you need to go and type uh, Vib Ribbon Demonstration into YouTube and watch what we're watching. Okay, we can't keep talking about video that nobody can see, but holy mother of fuck, that was really odd. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit... I, I don't think I'm going to sleep very well tonight after watching that, if I'm being honest. Jesus Christ. 
I feel a bit dirty. Is that weird? Do you you had this game? Yeah. So it's like it's like. Do you know what? Every now and again, you kind of delve into the mind of somebody who is a little bit disturbed. That okay. that looks to me like that. That is what. That's where you live, El. <laughs> it's like your life. It's just two doors down. <laughs> the, um, I just, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I used to play as a kid. <laughs> well, that explains an awful lot. Oh my word! It's all coming clear now, isn't it? Well, okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna shuffle through these. And I'm gonna score these up. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start from low to high. I think here. Um. So just the lowest one out of all of these is Onimusha. Sorry, Elle. Okay, fair enough. It's a bit weird, but a load of mo- you know, I've, I've, there are there's always these bizarre settings in games where you just kill a load of weird shit. Um, like one of mine, as an example, one of my examples when I was thinking about this was Quake. And only yeah. because, only because I, I just, I cannot imagine. So this is a, a bad guy who you never actually meet in the game and in any of the subsequent games, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But this is like this bad guy who has got this custom-made hell. And he's got all these minions with chainsaws and, and, and like grenade launchers and all this kind of stuff. What I want to, und- oh, I, I don't just uh, never understood is, who made it? Did he get contractors in? Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I need the lava pit to go there. I need the nail guns on the wall over here. I, I could, I'm just imagining like all the ogres and stuff in hard hats, walking around building all of this shit before. Quick, the fucking when the guns come in, hurry up! We haven't finished putting the lava down yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't make any sense. But uh, for Onimusha, that's a kind of similar, similar-ish thing. Let's just stick a well in. We need, we need a load of monsters. What, what, what's, what's got multiple levels? A well. That'll be fine. You've got a six for that, L. It wasn't terrible. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, we, there's, there's yeah it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, the next, the next scoring up was Honeybee in. Honeybee in and Machinarium coming at a seven here, um, only because Machinarium is weird, but it's the game. Like it's yeah. me- that's the whole thing, you know what I mean? And it's kind of that—that's what it is. And the Honeybee in, while being weird, is just there's a lot of kind of funny little bits in Final Fantasy VII that are a little bit off the wall. And I think it was just like a it was like a comedy element to it. But it was yeah, they were both good, both both well. It, it, it was weird. Both well thought out. Now we get on to the stars of the show. Uh. Vib Ribbon, the weirdest, one of the weirdest things I've ever put in my eyes. I never even knew this game existed, and I'm already kind of disturbed by it. Almost to the, I am actually genuinely a little bit disturbed by it that somebody would kind of go, "This is the thing that kids should be playing." It is like a window into a disturbed mind. So for that reason, you've got a nine for that. Um, you've also got a nine for Catherine, because cool. that, in almost the same way, is just. Crazy, and I could just, I just can't like Vib Ribbon. I can almost imagine it was one guy, so it was okay because he didn't really have to have any meetings. But with yeah. Catherine, I can just imagine like the meetings of the people that were making the game. So right, what what we're gonna do here? Right, listen, this is this is the pitch. It's this guy, and when he sleeps, he grows horns. He's partially naked. And he has to climb up a series of blocks while he's being chased by a baby. And I just, I just can I wanted to be on fly on the wall in that meeting, or just in the meeting, and kind of just go, what? What the fuck are you on about? And then after he's finished pushing all these block- blocks around, we're going to make you send text messages. It's just like the weirdest <laughs> composed game I've ever seen. So yeah, that you got a nine for that as well. And now, now we're jumping into the into the potatoes of this meat. Um, the pigeon dating sim. This is by far the most bizarre thing I've ever, ever, ever heard of in the gaming industry. And the fact that you've played it is just even more amazing. 
pigeon dating sim has scored you a 10. I know, but I still hate you. Why do you hate me? Because I got 23 and this got 25. Yeah, that's what's happened. I'm very sorry, but... Vib Ribbon. Sorry, it's not going to cut it. Well, you should... <laughs> you're an aspert. Don't you blame... God, oh, your top three is shit. <laughs> your top three is bad and you should feel bad. Hang on. <laughs> Have you turned into me? Hang on. Yeah, I know. I'm giving you a taste. You were doing you were doing an impression of Ross and now you're doing an impression of me. Yeah, it's fine. You just, you know, a little bit of taste of your own medicine. I kind of feel how... I know how Ross feels now. I feel a little bit... Okay. <laughs> we picked, picked on. Um, well, you know what? Tough. You should have been better. Um... Lewis, Lewis wins. But Pigeon Dating Sim is, if I could have given you higher than a 10 for that, I would have. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I just, I see these weird games, these weird kind of Japanese games every now and again, and I think to myself, those crazy Japs. Oh, God. They'll do fucking anything. But you're playing them. You almost get yeah. extra points for the fact that you've played the game rather than just know that it's existing. So, uh, yeah, that was amazing. But... Lewis got the kind of the, the, the most across the board weirdness. If if anyone is interested, there are actually two sequels to Vib Ribbon as well. No, oh my there are yeah. Mojib Ribbon, uh, which focused around rap music and calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't believe that's actually a game. I just. Oh my it's god! Rabbit. It's still it's still the same. It's the rabbit. I, I I don't know. I'll have a look now. I'm just looking on Wikipedia. I wanted to find out what the sales figures were for for the game. Two. One of them was you, and the other guy was the other one. Was <laughs> <laughs> and it was the uh, creator's mum as well. Yeah. You know, she's got a pity buy one. Uh oh, yeah, man. and the other one is called Vib Ripple. That again, that which was like similar. Like a bad condom name. Similar to Vib. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Rib Vittles. Uh, similar to Vib Ribbon, but instead use digital images loaded into the game to generate the levels. Oh, excellent. So if you weren't disturbed enough, you could superimpose your own face onto this crazy fucking rabbit that's jumping around. Ah, oh, holy shit. This is bringing up so many memories now. This game gets sequels. So many different Actually, movies. Sony bought the rights to the game. You're fucking shitting me. No. See, this is this is I, I I don't even know where to go with this. The, I've, you guys are amazing. I wasn't. I, I must admit, I was expecting kind of weirdness, but I was expecting more things like the Honey Bee Inn. Now, the Honey Bee Inn would have actually got a lot higher points, but there was a bell curve in in action here, and, <laughs> and it was like the curve was set so massively high at the beginning, and it was really difficult to stay to stay at that bar. Jesus. Okay, well, if, if anybody else has got has got any of the finest in games that will make your eyes bleed, then send them through to us, because I'm sure other people have played completely wacky and bizarre games. Um, I, If they're as weird as Vib Ribbon, kind of keep them to yourself, because I'm still a little bit worried about that game. But <laughs> the, the Pigeon Dating Sim has really got me going, and I think I'm probably going to have to download this now. Was it was there a copy of it in English? Because the versions that I'm seeing are only in Japanese. Yeah. Oh my god, somebody translated it. Somebody went to the effort. Someone's done and gone, yeah, yeah, I should translate this. Yeah, I'll see if I've got uh, a copy. I'll see if I can uh, compress it and send it over to you. Oh my good lord. Okay, this is the best thing that ever happens. So, as uh, I'm pretty sure we do on most top threes, we're going to end this by saying Lewis wins. Hooray! Yay! Considering it takes him the longest to find the answers, he still won! Yay! In other I... news, Rich isn't going to be on the next podcast. Um... <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> this is 
is how it feels. I haven't won in fucking ages. And mostly, to be honest, I haven't won because Lewis keeps winning. And I was my entire intention this week was for Lewis not to win, but uh, I, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. The scoring was fair. Uh, I am the indicator. So do you know what? Bite me. Right. Are we going to move on to uh, to something else? Well, yeah, we're going to move on to something else. We'll be back in just a moment. Okay, we haven't done this in a little while, so we're going to jump back in with a bit of a topic, a little bit of a discussion point that we wanted to talk about. Um, an so, editorial, if you will. An editor, a voice tutorial. Is that a thing? A voice tutorial. Yeah, a chat tutorial. It is it's, now. It's a thing, yeah. Um, so, we've got kind of bored of talking about pigeons, although, if during this discussion everybody wants to whip out and talk as if they were a pigeon, I suppose that's absolutely fine. <laughs> that, yep, that's good. Yeah, pigeon agrees. So, um, the, 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 the kind of topic this week is going to be replayability in games. So this is what what makes you want to replay a game, or what makes you not bother wanting to replay a game, or sometimes what makes you not even bother finishing a game, so you, can't, you really can't be asked to replay it at all, and what gives games extra life and, and replayability and stuff like that. Um, there's a couple of things that I, I mean, I've spoken, when I was on Red Wine Gamers the other day, I was speaking to um, Mike, and like Ross, he was saying that he he is a, a completionist. He's, he's got to get all the achievements in a game. And I think for a lot of people, that is definitely something that will keep them going back to the game to give them extra playability. But for me, that's not replayability. That's lengthening the life of the game. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it's the same yeah. thing. Is it the same thing? Mm, I don't no. think it is. If you're going to replay the game, you're going to replay the game. Yes. You know, the clue, the clue is in the question... Lengthening say what the you time that <laughs> say what you see. What is the Mr. Time... Chips doing now? Oh, he's getting achievements. <laughs> see, like you can replay a game in order to hunt down achievements, but you know, for some people, it'll just lengthen the gameplay. It'll just be in one save file. Um, you know, that's you know, if you do it in one save file, that's not replaying there's the game. There's a lot of games though that have got achievements in them that you can only like. There'll be three different types of or four, like in Mass Effect, for example, you get an achievement for maxing out each type of class. So when you get yeah, to a certain level, and you, you'd have to go back and replay the game like five times in order to platinum it. Which but... is, that's too much for me. I don't think I could do that. I don't. I mean, I enjoyed Mass Effect and I played it several times, but I didn't do it for the purpose of getting those achievements. No. I just don't care about achievements. So a lot it... of people are like this. I understand that, pe- that people do care about them, but I just personally am not that bothered. I've noticed a lot more since I've moved over to being a PS3 uh, gamer that I'm caring less about achievements. Yeah, the PS3 achievements are woefully inadequate. They're just like, oh yeah, you got a trophy, well done. Well, it's not even that they're inadequate. It's that they don't seem to make as much of a big song and dance as the... um, The Xbox Yeah, as the Xbox did. Yeah, Yeah, the Xbox is like... like comes up in the middle of the screen. You've got this achievement. You're fucking amazing, you are. Whereas PlayStation yeah. is just like, don't don't look. But you just you did something all right there. But you just keep playing. Don't look at this thing. Yeah, and they're they're not kind of all up in your grill and your your gamer score. At the moment, I personally, I'm, sure I'm finding them, a gamer score. I'm finding them really annoying. You do get a score, I think. Do you? I can't remember. I'm finding them really annoying on the Vita at the moment, I've got to say, because I'm playing Surge Deluxe, and one of the things that it does do is it pops up with achievements, but because Uh. the Vita screen is so... the Vita screen is so small, that when it pops up with the achievement, it's covering a portion of the screen. Granted, it's not a huge portion of the screen, but this is a game where you've got a a row of blocks, and it covers up the top row of blocks. 
No, the problem is if you tap on it, it stays on the screen. Uh, <laughs> so you can go on for a tap these bastard blocks. But yeah, that is kind of annoying. It's not as intrusive when you're playing on a 42-inch TV or something like that. But yeah, it is It is a bit annoying. But it's, it, it, oh, I just, um, on a personal note, sometimes I can be quite offended by them because I'm like, you know, I've been playing games for a while now. I don't need to be given a cookie for fucking tinning on the console. Can Do you, you know what I mean? Can you turn them off? Can you turn off notifications of achievements? I don't know. Never I never not without Not without turning <laughs> off notifications full stop, I don't believe. Oh, okay. I've never actually tried. I don't think they've ever bothered me. I don't think I've ever been that bothered by them one way or another to worry about them that much. I mean, the, the, the notifications annoy me more on Xbox, and it doesn't do this on the um, PlayStation, but on Xbox, when you're watching Netflix or something, it will come up and tell you when people are online. And mm. I went through a phase of playing an awful lot of Call of Duty, and I was like adding people to my mm. friends list, um, so I could go back and play again in games that with people who I enjoy playing with, and. It, so I must have had about 30 people who were very active on my friends list at the time. Every fucking two seconds when I'm trying to watch something, they keep yeah, they keep popping up. Hey, look! Especially when they started this beacon stuff, it's like, hey, look, so and so is playing that game that you played six years ago. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't care. I don't even have that anymore. I traded it in. Yeah. I don't even have an Xbox. Why are you showing me this? Yeah, and like that's one of the things with having the. I know we're kind of deviating a little bit, but that's one of the things with the um, the Xbox One now is that you can route your um, a video in. So you, if you're watching a, a Blu-ray or whatever, yeah. you can have a um, a Blu-ray player or a TiVo box or whatever plugged into your um, Xbox One, and your achievements and not achievements, but like your notifications will still pop up over the top oh of God. what you're watching. So if they weren't annoying you already, they can annoy you on a completely when different. When you're item. watching normal TV, yeah, yeah. or porn, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh hey, I see you're watching porn, but uh, your buddy Paul has just come online to to play Call of Duty. Why don't you knock one out and we'll <laughs> yeah. go shoot some lock, bad guys? Lock yourself up and go shoot some shit. To kind of go back to it, it's for me replaying games it really depends what kind of game it is if it has a story and it's got a narrative it's very different to a game which doesn't yeah exactly um, the same. it's like one of my favorite games of all time um last of us yeah i don't see myself ever going back and playing that game again yeah i don't, I don't see the need the entire game was story driven and it was amazing, and I loved the, you know, the experience was fantastic, and I played it, and it was great. But games aren't really like a movie in that way. Like if you if you watch a movie that's got a great storyline, I can go back and watch it again, and yeah. and yeah. I, you know, you know, a little while later, and I'll enjoy it. But almost playing a game in which you, it's like a, it's effort. Do you know what I mean? I enjoyed the yeah. game, and I'd almost be happy to watch the game back. Like watch the story back, but I just I don't know if I can be bothered to play it again. There's some exceptions to that, but certainly with Last of Us and, and other story-driven games like that, once it's finished and you kind of know how it ends and everything, it, mm. I'm not I don't see the point. And that's why a lot of those kind of games like La Noire and stuff like that they don't hold their value very well. And you can usually tell the games that that people aren't aren't replaying because when you go to trade them in, they're not worth very much at all. No uh, games. I mean La Noire in particular. Like, it was one of those games that when you finish, 
that's it and then it goes into the into just the open world so you can then go and do all the achievements that you might have missed yeah because most of the achievements were story driven anyway so you got them just for playing the story or just for doing the cases yeah mm. and then the rest is just like well i don't really need to to play to continue playing it to get the achievements so i'm not going to bother does open worldness make you go back and play a game after you finished it? No. Just just a kind of sandbox, like not not for achievements or anything, G- but just to no. kind of have fun. GTA Five. I finished the story and then switched it off. Yeah. So the fact that you can just drive around the world doing whatever you want and kind of get more money and get better guns and stuff like that, you're not inclined to continue playing the game. No, not really. Like it doesn't. It. Some games it does. So for instance, Fallout. I know I keep banging on about these games, but Fallout and <laughs> Fallout 3, uh, sorry, Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, for instance, I've gone back and played a couple of times. Uh, the third one, or Fallout 3, I went back to play a second time uh, to because you can finish it with different karma levels. So you could be good, neutral, or positive, uh, sorry, good, neutral, or negative, or yeah. evil. Um, and I tried, like, hacking a save not hacking a save but kind of having two different saves on the go but playing it once so doing lots of negative things or being in a neutral state then doing lots of negative things and then saving it and then doing having that going back to the original save and then doing lots of positive things yeah yeah so i was basically playing the game twice but alongside each other yeah okay. living a dual life yeah living a dual life yeah pretty much <laughs> Um, Bipolar that, gaming. Yeah, uh, and that that made me want to play it more, but just to get the different endings and that's, to see the different stories. Well, so that's, yeah, that's another thing then. So, what about multiple endings? Does multiple? Oh man, you want to go in? I yeah. will fucking replay so many times to see all the lore and all the story. I will read through books that I have missed. If you give me thing like options to go down, I will go down them. Um, however, I do think that if a game is driven by someone else, so if someone else is determining the choices for me, there's only so much that I can replay that game. However, I think if you have a game where you are the driving force behind the choices, I think that has much more replayability in it. Yeah. Mm. I've got to say, I mean, like, the original Silent Hill is a great example. I replayed that game several times to get to get the different endings and it was great i enjoyed the game anyway but i loved it i loved it and there's a few games i know fallout new vegas is one of the worst examples of this it doesn't matter what choices you make while you're playing that game you quite literally get given a set of buttons to push at the end to determine the ending that you want yeah and all it does is give you a different cutscene that is all it doesn't do it like the, the ending of the game the, the kind of it just gives you a different cutscene and that is probably the worst example of of multiple endings i've ever seen in my entire life you can literally save just before you push a button and then go back and push all the other buttons it's just that's absolutely exactly yeah that's what i did why wouldn't you why would you play the entire game again just to push a different button it doesn't make any sense so it was it was so terrible i like the idea like silent hill the, the choices that you make, not a lot of choices granted, but the choices that you make and the things that you do during the game directly affect yeah. your ending rather mm. than you get to the end and just go, yeah, I'm going to be a twat. <laughs> Blow everybody up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Uh, that didn't make me want to replay that game, but uh, there's not many games that do it nowadays that give you a different ending for which you have to start the game all over again. No, uh, and they're just like the the multiple endings on GTA Five. You have three different endings, and you can do pretty much exactly that. What you just said, you, you get just the option. Yeah, you get the option to pick an ending, and it's at that point that you then, that's when you decide which path you want to follow. But you can save just before that. In fact, I'm pretty sure there's an auto save just before that. <laughs> so you can go back and pick the, pick the other different ones. ending. When did this start? When did this become a thing where you just arbitrarily pick... The choices that you make make absolutely no bearing whatsoever on the game. I don't like that. It, it doesn't really bring a lot of value to the decisions that you make in game. No, Fable like, has added it as well. You had that whole karma bar thing in Fable, but it oh, made yeah. no difference. You just got a choice, a, a black or white choice, right at the end of the game. I've said this before, another po- you know, another episodes of this podcast, but I want a game where you are forced into an ending dependent on the choices that you have made in the game. Your, your character will automatically pick the dick bag ending if you have been a dickbag with them in the game. And if you want to get the nicer ending, you have to be a nice person. It's mm. pr- it's, yeah. It is rewarding people who want to play like a dickbag and want a nicer ending, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Like, bad, evil, evil endings don't need to be bad. Like, if you've got an evil character and you destroy the world, you're probably going to feel pretty good about that because that was, your, that was your intention with that character all along. But I don't like the idea that you can then just go ahead and choose to, to have the shiny nice ending just because it's like it's like being a dick. It's like Hitler on his deathbed making a presto changeo change of faith and, and yeah. <laughs> renouncing all of his sins and just kind of going, that's all right, I'm going to heaven now, job done. It doesn't, yeah. shouldn't work yeah. like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's cheap, in my opinion. Go on, Telltale. Get on it. Fucking waiting. Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit Yeah. No, I see what you mean there. The um so there's an elephant in the room here. There's another there's a couple of other things that will keep you coming back to games, but there's an the big elephant here is multiplayer. Ooh. So mm. I've got a bit of a thing about this because a lot of people will will kind of go, oh, the multiplayer's amazing, and this is a big thing for the Call of Duty games and, and Battlefield, but but I forgive it with Battlefield, um, because Battlefield was always the multiplayer. Like, before, they, they it's like most games start off as single-player games, and then in, in more recent times, they've got a multiplayer element, and a lot of the time the multiplayer element gets you know a lot more praise than the single-player element does. But Battlefield always started, when it came out on PC originally, it was always a multiplayer game. Even when you were playing against bots, there was no storyline. Mm. There was no... <laughs> do you know what I mean? There was no There was no campaign mode. It was always multiplayer. So Battlefield being primarily a multiplayer game on console, now that they've come out with a new generation once, I've got no problem with, because that was what the game was always intended to be. And almost a single player is a bolt-on, rather than the other way around. But yeah. with certainly with Call of Duties, people are just like, oh man, you should play Call of Duty. It's got such a good sto- score because of the multiplayer. And part of me kind of goes, that's not right. Why it shouldn't? I almost wish that they the review sites scored things separately. They should score the multiplayer using one scale and score the single player using another scale. Because I buy games primarily for the single player. So and I enjoy the, the Call of Duty single players. Don't get me wrong, but mm. I primarily buy the games for single player. I enjoy the multiplayer, but it has to be bloody good to keep me coming back. Like really, really good. And for me, Call of Duty doesn't do it simply because it's on Xbox or 
I had it on Xbox, and Xbox Live puts me off massively. Xbox Live has got the ability to put me right off a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think with multiplayers, it's more the interactions in the community that you have that keep you going back for more instead of the game itself. Um, or, um, conversely, it's the challenge of playing against other human beings yeah. because human beings are unpredictable and you'll never know what they'll pull out their ass especially when you're doing 2v2 or you know you're going pvp with people um which is exciting and, it, and it's exhilarating and a lot of people get a lot out of it but um i don't know i don't know how i feel about that well there's two there's two aspects of multiplayer isn't there there's, there's multiplayer there's the, like a single player game that has a multiplayer element that might keep you coming back to it and for the perfect example of that for me is Minecraft. Even though yeah. I don't really see Minecraft as a single player slash multiplayer game because the experience is essentially exactly the same. But it's... I, I could only play Minecraft on my own for a certain amount of time. It's most fun with friends. Mm. Yeah. It's like going down the pub. You can't go and sit in a pub on your own and just yeah. kind of see. You look a bit creepy and everybody looks at you a bit weird making pigeon noises to yourself. But if there's a couple of you there making pigeon noises, it's not so bad. It's acceptable. It's almost like a thing, you know? And other people in the yeah. pub might start doing it as well. Um, so, yeah, Minecraft, I think Minecraft's a bit of a weird one. But then you've got MMOs, which the entire game is multiplayer, so there's no getting away from it. Yeah, it's. I do think other people, as much as I might not enjoy playing with random strangers slash other human beings, um, other human beings can sometimes be pretty good. And they can certainly bring like great humour into a game, or they can see things that you haven't seen. They offer a different viewpoint, and again, other viewpoints are always very interesting. And it's great to share things that you love with other people. Yeah, but um, that that is very much an MMO view and a PC kind of multiplayer gamers view of things. You do not get that experience on Xbox Live, in my in my opinion. Uh, we will we'll, we'll leave the Xbox Live. I'm not going to get into that. Everyone knows how I feel about that. That yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, playing multiplayer games on Xbox Live is a lot, lot different for me. I'm a lot less inclined to play any game online on Xbox Live with randoms um, over playing with people that I know. So, for instance, like when we had the game nights and we were playing Call of Duty, I would only ever play with people that I knew. Yeah, that does change everything. Yeah. Because it's just, it uplifts everything, and, and it's like, A, a you're happy to be on voice chat, which is a big thing, because if you're playing a tactical game or something like Call of Duty, you get to talk to each other. Majority yeah. of the time I'm playing with randoms, I will turn that fucker off, because I, I just can't be arsed with it. But, it, so it makes the game more enjoyable straight away because of that, because you're actually working as a team and there's some cohesion. But also, people don't care as much if you fuck around. Like, some deadly serious people on there, who, if, you, if you're doing anything even ever so slightly wrong, or you don't know the way this exact mechanic works, then they will really, really call you out. And if you're playing with friends, it's not, there's no real problem with that. So no, I agree, it depends who you play with. And I don't think that's really yeah. a failing on the game's part, that's a failing on other people in general. Yeah. God damn it, society. <laughs> I think multiplayer is probably the, one of the biggest draws for me. If you look at multiplayer as a whole, some of the games I've spent the most time on in my entire life have been either MMOs, certainly WoW, but other oh, MMOs yeah. as well, and Minecraft. Yeah. And there's been a there's been a couple of, of console games that I've spent an awful lot. Of, and I'm, and we're not, I'm not just talking multiplayer in terms of like online, but like Mario Party games. 
Yeah, yeah. It's do you know what? When you're drunk and you've got a Wii, when you've got that Wii Sports games out, yeah, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, and that'll keep me coming back. Like, there's no point to those games, and I'm certainly not going to sit in my fucking living room playing golf on my own. And if you've ever done that, you're weird. Wait, all right. <laughs> I mean, we talk about we talk about pigeons on a podcast, so all right, our, our viewpoint of weird. We know them because <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got experience in knowing them. Yeah, there you go. We got it takes one to know eight. Um, yeah. So I mean, Left 4 Dead's another good example. Yeah, that's another yeah. co-op co-op games in general, co-op multiplayer games. I, yeah, I do find myself going back to them a lot. I think it's, I think, probably for me, the experience of working with people. What yeah. makes me want to keep coming back to a game more than the experience of killing other people. And that, yeah. that extends to working on a team. I'm fine with games like Call of Duty because there is a big element of working with people in that as well. Yet, for the most part, unless you're playing with people you know, you don't work with people. Everybody's just you know, in for their own kill count. They'll quite happily sacrifice you and let you go out there and get blown up by a claymore so that they can get the kill. So that's, that's not working as a team for me. That's being a douche face. But... Yeah, I think multiplayer in general has probably brought me back to games more and given me more re- replayability in games than probably any other element. This is why I'm really excited for Destiny. Really excited for Destiny. But it's not coming out on PC. I know, but I'm not... Shh, sh- maybe we can convince them. I don't think <laughs> we will. I don't, especially not by whispering. One day... Oh, God. Yeah, beautiful. We, we play games about dating pigeons. We know everything about gaming, Destiny. <laughs> 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 Listen to exactly what we're on about. Um... Yeah, there's another thing. There's one more thing that I can think of, um, and that's modifications. Oh yeah, baby. And I'm going to include DLC in this. Um, so I hell so yeah. Third-party mods that, that, that create that crazy up the game or make something different. Oh, whatever. Gary's mod. Yeah, well, exactly that kind of thing, and all all the crazy naked Skyrim mods that you can get. Um, or DLC, DLC for games like Red Dead Redemption's um, Undead Nightmare. Undead Nightmare. On, on all that kind of stuff. Did you go? And I personally, I'm not a big buyer of DLC at all. I'll, the the most DLC that I'll get is if I buy a game of the year edition and it comes with it all. Uh, I bought the season pass for Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Um, what else? Well, you got more money than me. Well, not anymore, maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> La Noir. I was really excited about L.A. Noir actually. Um, and what, you, know, so you got the season pass for it. Yeah, I thought season passes were reasonably new. I didn't realise that L.A. Noir had one. Yeah, well, it was called a Rockstar Pass. So really, um, yeah. I'm just not a big DLC buyer. I think this is extended from when I primarily played on Xbox for a good chunk of time. DLC mm. was way too expensive way too expensive to the point where I think I was playing uh, Oblivion and they brought out the horse armor pack and it was $5.99 I'm, yeah. like, I'm not paying $5.99 to put fucking armor on my horse you can fuck off yeah I didn't, if you paid $5.99 to put armor on your horse you've either got way too much money or you need to watch more porn <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my thing so oh, I don't know yeah but so DLC, DLC does that extend it for you guys yeah oh, very much yeah. so See, this is how this is how we're all different. Very, very different. What's the best DLC, or the what's the DLC that's given you the most extended play of a game? Do you think? Uh, Undead Nightmare. That was like a whole extra. Couldn't you buy that separately as well? Yeah, you you could. At first, it was just uh, like a DLC, and then you could buy it as its own standalone. I never played it. 
Again, because it was a DLC. I feel like I'm missing out on, on huge amounts of gameplay. It annoys me more than anything when it's a story-driven game. And the story continues after the end of oh the game. Oh my god. Through don't... DLC. Mass Effect... Oh. Ma I could not have been more angry at Mass Effect. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fallout 3 is the same. It did the, the same sort of thing where, like, at the end of the Fallout 3, you die, and then they released the I think it was the Broken Steel DLC. Yeah, and you don't basically because there was uproar, and then uh, you don't die. It was just like Dead Space 3 as well. Yeah. Oh really? These fuckers, they're all on or something. Yeah, <laughs> they know us. But yeah, I think because I do think I do feel like I miss out on an awful lot of ex of additional gameplay through not buying DLC, but. I don't know. Just get I go... mods. Well, that's it. Mods are a massive thing for me, though. Minecraft more than anything else, but Skyrim, Fallout, even if it's just a kind of graphic mod, they're, that they're makes amazing. It look better, yeah, yeah. They they can take an old game and make it look absolutely stunning with new, you know, brand new looking graphics. I, th I think yeah. probably one of the biggest. Like I've never been that big into mods until I started playing uh, Minecraft on the yeah. PC. And then that's, and then it was just like, holy shit! This has basically changed the entire game. Changed like this everything. is a, yeah. This is a brand new game. Yeah. Um, and just rejuvenates it completely. Well, that's why I keep going back to yeah. Minecraft. That's that's like the entire draw for me, and that's one of the reasons that on the Vita and on the consoles and stuff, I'm not that bothered. I do still enjoy it. And it's still a good game, and especially when you're playing with other people, it's it's very good and all the rest yeah. of it. But yeah, it's the mods that make the game for me. But I used to mod way back. I used, to, I mean, Doom. Christ, I used to, I made levels for Doom, um, downloaded extra levels and new monsters and all kinds of stuff, I did the same thing mm. with Quake, when Quake came out, I was making loads of different levels and, and all the rest of that, and Half-Life, and Half-Life 2, so it, I don't know, those for me extend the game an awful lot, but then again I'm a tinkerer, I like to fiddle with things, so modifying games gives, a, a game that I really love, modifying it gives me an awful lot of enjoyment. Yeah. But I think this yeah, is what's more, this is what's morphed into DLC now, because it's official mods. Well, I don't know. I do not think the mod is dead at all, and I think modding and DLC are completely different things mm, because it's ah oh, mods are like the playground. You know, you can there's so many things out there, and there's so many things you can do. DLC is like uh, going up to a, a a takeout place, and you just you know. Oh yeah, I'll have a side of rice with that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's I like know a... what you mean. Prepackaged. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the exception to that in my mind is I'm seeing an awful lot, and especially on the I see I've seen this more on PlayStation 3 and Vita than I have on the Xbox, but maybe it's there on the Xbox as well. I just didn't see it. Um, where I understand DLC in terms of this extends the game, or this adds a whole load of new gameplay, or this adds a new character to the game that you can play as, or whatever it is. But I'm seeing an awful lot of costumes and like yeah. pet pet companions and stuff like mm. that and one of the games that I was looking at had it was just a costume for a character and it was like £4.50 or something like that yeah. or it was a pa it was a pack of costumes so I added like vanity four items yeah. yeah and I'm just like what happened to the days where if you completed the game with a certain set of criteria it unlocked extra costumes it's because yeah. money that's why I know but who buys these things it's the same as the horse armor thing for me that's another it's, it's, that's probably the best example I can think of mods for me are about adding small things like that and if you want lots of small things you, you load lots of mods so horse armor is a mod-esque type thing but then adding a whole new load of levels and changing it so the character doesn't die and stuff that to me is DLC so that's where the lines are blurring for me mm. I, I mean we're kind of 
again moving away from the replayability but you take them you look at mods and then they slowly develop into being their own game i mean uh, one yeah, of the key ones uh, l mentioned obviously gary's mod earlier yeah which is a game entirely based around a mod and daisy which oh Rich, god I yeah i mean that that started off life as a mod and is now all right it's still in early alpha counter strike it's, own, game, yeah. it's a, its own own game counter strike is another great example counter strike started as a mod look what's happened to that it's one of the biggest games of all time mm. so yeah no I, they they end up going one way or the other but that, yeah daisy is a good example but then daisy isn't extending the life of a game i'd never played i'd never played armor 2 ever 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 no. ever, ever so it's not like extending my playtime of armor 2 by because it's a whole new thing i played it because it was a mod rather than playing it because it was a mod of something that i'd already previously played so i don't know so is there anything else that you can think of that will give you additional replayability of a game or have we pretty much covered everything sexy characters Ooh, what you'll go back to a game because you're so fickle l <laughs> really are vanity and you just flick from pigeon to character from character to pigeon, pigeon. to pigeon yeah. god's oh, sake geez. um just going back to what you were saying about uh like costumes and buying vanity. stuff do you know yeah vanity items that's it do you know what i think is probably one of the worst games for that in in existence is little big planet Really? You have a look you at the. Do you buy packs? Yep, you can buy packs of characters or um, outfits for your character, for your sack boy. No way. I don't feel like. Well, there's a couple of things for this. One, I wouldn't feel like that was extending my gameplay. Uh, no, not at all. Not. But, but two, can't you unlock pretty much everything in the game anyway? Or are these nope. brand new things? That are no, these are brand new the things. These are these are characters. This uh, is almost like freemium content, even though the game isn't free. Yeah. yeah. So Freeman there are. Oh, hang on. Let me just have a quick look. But you can buy specific characters. So, for instance, you can buy a pack of characters, or you can buy the individual characters themselves. Um, for instance, there is a Disney princesses little. Not really. Oh, my, my daughter would like that. There's one thing that I I haven't really, we haven't touched on, but I, I don't know. I think it kind of counts as DLC for me. But if you're talking stuff like. Um, Skylanders, yeah, or or um, Disney Infinity, yeah. Buying the additional models and levels and all the rest of it. Now I say it's like DLC because arguably it is pretty. You pay money and you get an additional character, or you pay money and you get an additional level. But would the is is the fact that you can go out and buy this model to add it to your collection because it's it's kind of merging, it's blurring the lines between achievements and DLC a little bit. Yeah. Um, is there a? Does that give you anything? It's not. It's not chiming my bells. If I'm being totally honest, but see, I I quite like that. I mean, up until when I sold my Xbox, which I had, um, I had Disney Infinity on. Um, yeah, I liked that. And if I had the space to dis, well, not even if I had the dis- the space, I, I would happily display those figure, uh, the little figures or statues, with the rest of the figurines and the statues that I already have just because I think that they're 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 well made they're nicely designed and they're just yeah like Bet- nice things to have better than Fair DLC enough. or would you prefer to actually just buy the the DLC no, I, I, I 
Yeah, but Lewis the... likes the gubbins, and you don't. So, you yeah, know, that's true. two viewpoints. The problem with, I mean, those games specifically is you end up paying probably 30 to 40 pounds for three figures and an additional level, which is just, or additional levels, which is just previous levels with different skins. No. and different designs oh really i know that That's sounds fair. a bit stupid but like when we bought a couple of packs um the original packs uh when it came out um and then a couple of months later we went back and bought the toy story ones now the levels weren't anything special um but i just liked having the characters so I liked having Buzz, Woody, and Jesse as little standees to yeah. put on the shelf. So it's like a yeah. collect. It's a collector's thing. It's, I guess it's, yeah. the draw, it's partially the draw of Pokemon as well. Yeah, it's a collect, I, to collect everything. Catch them all. Go to yeah. catch them all. I don't know what the I just is. um. I don't know. I think thirty pounds for that kind of DLC, or thirty to forty pounds for that kind of DLC, is a little bit much. Yeah, but. They're just you trying to charge you an additional you premium do. for a cheap-ass little plastic character. Yeah, you do get additional stuff, so uh, like a physical item. So. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, it, it's whatever floats your boat, I suppose. So, in conclusion, we don't have to conclude this, really, because I think it's, it's one of these grey areas. Lots of things in, improve the life of games, but if you had to choose one of the items that we've spoken about that improves the life, that has given you the most replayability across all the games that you've ever played, what would be your one item that's given you the most replayability? What do you think? The Red Dead Redemption pack. The, the uh, DLC. The, yeah, which is effectively. So, you, so like for a, you, a whole D- new game. DLC is 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 a bigger, big one. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was the same with um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Like, I played the or- original story, and I was like, "Shit, I need to play more." <laughs> so I downloaded. I bought the two um, download packs. Yeah, there you go. L, how about you? Um, Mine would be sharing the experience with someone, whether that be online or local. So multiplayer, in effect. Yeah. Yeah. So co- co-op play, cooperative play with somebody else. Kind well, not not even that. Just like, just playing the game t- together. Like yeah. Silent Hill, I've replayed so many, so many times. Like, just with other people. Just yeah. So that... We did the same thing. We played Final Fantasy all the way through with two people. Yeah. Great Final Fantasy Seven. Sorry, by the way. <laughs> um, for me, it is probably it's gonna be, it's probably a combo of multiplayer and mods. I think mm-hmm. probably if we're talking pure hours, multiplayer has probably given me more pre- replayability in games simply because I played so many so many MMOs. Um, mm. But mods is probably it's got to be a close second. I've played so, I've replayed so many games because I've tweaked something, changed something. If you don't like an element of the game or something's not really gelling with you or you want to go back and play it and you think, oh, I wish it had this. And then if it had that, I'd go back and play it and you just mod it so that it does have that and you go go back and play it. Like, I wish I wish that all of the uh, all of the characters in Skyrim were Stormtroopers. Done. Easy peasy. No problem. <laughs> but there we go. There we go. That's been our little discussion. If you've got any any anything to raise on this or if there's something that, that's given you loads of replayability in a game that we haven't discussed, then tell us on the Twitter. You can tell us on Google Plus if you want. Probably not see it. Tell us on um, Facebook. That's absolutely fine. We'll probably see that. Uh, or just bombard us on any of the other places that you can find us. Um, we're going to go in a second. There's going to be a little bit of a, a bit of noise, and then we're all going to say bye bye. Be right back. Game over. We are at the point of the show where we have had about enough.
we we do like each other but frankly eventually it starts to grate on all of our ears um probably does on yours as well so we're all going to leave uh, but before we do we're going to tell you what we're going to be doing next week for me it's not all that interesting because it's probably a continuation of what i've been doing this week but i do have a copy of rainbow moon which I'm going to pick up and play because Lewis has said it looks like something that I'm going to enjoy, so I'm going to play that. I don't think I can avoid playing more Surge Deluxe um, because I, I just love it. Um, and when my beta battery runs out, I'm probably going to end up playing some more Compulsion. So it's not particularly that in, that in, entertaining for me, but uh, I will be going to the moon on Minecraft, so that's that's brilliant. Um, Lewis, what are you planning on doing next week? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I'm gonna play some Rainbow Moon. I think I'm gonna go back to Pokemon. Oh yeah, Pokemon Y. Um, I'm sort of half tempted to pick up Pokemon X just because I'm a soccer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and which I suppose that kind of ties in with what we were just talking about. But yes, um, and I'm probably gonna play some Vita games with my colleague at work, and I will just use my. PS3 as a Blu-ray player for the next couple of days. So yeah, my PS3 pretty much plays Netflix most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> El, have you got plans for next week? Yep, loads of writing, trialing something new and special with the writerlings. That's going to be cool. And um, trying to hunt down some more indie games. I'm going to have a week where I'm like mm, hunting down some new and interesting indie games to add to my wish list. So you're doing way more interesting things than me and Lewis. Mm. Yeah, like we, actual. Like, actual beneficial things to, yeah. to, to talk to... about and do cool uh feel a little bit a little bit lo- yeah a bit, bit crap now don't, 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 don't be shit like, <laughs> don't be shit yeah that's it there we go don't be <laughs> <No>. shit <laughs> stop being cease your shitness okay thanks El uh, I'll, thanks. I'll no, for, uh, don't <laughs> making shit. us both look shit yeah there we go no. yeah, thanks for that um okay cool so you can find me um on twitter at zebwen you can find me on YouTube at Newbie 5 although I haven't had anything up there for a little while. Uh, you can find Lewis at... The Internet. Okay, cool. He's on Lewis87 basically everywhere you want to look. Uh, you can find L at... Escaping IRL. Excellent. Thank you very much. It's been great. I've had a lovely time, but now we've got to bugger off. So it's goodbye from me. Toodaloo. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Goodbye from me. Well, that worked really well. Good job, guys. That was all perfectly rehearsed. Ah, oh, so so good, so good. <laughs> I was waiting for Elle to do her thing. No, I, I, I don't told know. her to. I was like, I completely, I completely agree. Should we do that again? No, we're not going to do that again. This is us. We're we're crap. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
In mm. 2012, the game Vib Ribbon was collected for an exhibit on video games by the Museum of Modern Art. Yeah, the, oh um, my the, God. the game was collected for an exhibit because it's so... I did wonder where that went. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.